You're live on the talking point. Time for our thinking point. Kathy Mutlatlana with you until midday today. And the fallout really over the interview now described as a controversial interview on Cliff Central last week. It involved the Democratic Alliance, Nando's, Gareth Cliff, and um, a representative of one essay movement that's Muzuli Rikivani. And the platform is called The Burning Platform. That episode uh, taking place on Thursday. And part of the fallout reading have, really having to do with how uh, Cliff and Stienhazen handle themselves during that particular conversation. Rikivani was speaking about her experience of racism and they were discussing the issue of the local government elections. I'm just going to play the clip for you. This is the clip that has been largely doing the rounds on social media bear in mind it was an hour-long conversation but this is the part that has really seemed to rile south africans up i'm sure that there are a hundred thousand people who are going to sleep tonight worrying about where their next meal's coming from and about five people who are worried about the hideous racism that's up anyway, we'll okay. i'm sorry i must interject at that point let's see, if let's, see. let's a... see if it gets tested i don't think that many people are interested in fact The IRR has shown us endless reports of people who say that racism is at the bottom of their list of priorities and concerns. Their biggest priority. You obviously don't experience the kind of racism that I experience on a daily basis. Okay. So to say that it's something that no one cares about, I'm sorry. No, your personal experience experience is completely Mm -hmm. anecdotal and unimportant to all of us. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate the fact that you think that the experience yep. of a black woman in this country is yes. unimportant and irrelevant. I'm not interested, Mudzili, I'm not interested in identity politics at all. Nobody really is. They're only interested in themselves, what they can get out of this. The elections are coming up. If you And service a, delivery. Service delivery. Please, it's just, I'm over it. It's so uninteresting. And, and this has played out so badly for people in other parts of the world where they've tried it. I can't believe you're going down this track. No, Gary, we're, we're not speaking about identity politics. Okay, you can proceed with your conversation then. Please proceed. No, no, I, I want you to finish. I want you to at least you explain. You don't want me to finish because you're speaking over point. me. I'm just trying oh. to, this was not about uh, sucking us into a conversation about race, politics, and identity politics. We, we were having a conversation to say that the issues of service delivery are not as important as the issues that people genuinely feel when they, they feel are. like they're being raised. Race and and what I'm saying to you is don't be about the election, they just aren't. Okay, but New elections don't stop the rest of your experience. And racism is structural as well, so it's not like it's, oh, because it's New Spelling and everything else that I'm... Is, 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 is the ward councillor of your ward going to solve the problems you have with racism? I mean, I'm in all honesty, to do climate that. change. I mean, let's talk about gender politics because it's a municipal election. No, I want the water and electricity and the roads Absolutely. to work. And what I'm asking is for the DA then not to bait on the race issues. Had they not put that poster up? We're not baiting on the race issues. All right, so that's part of the conversation. It was a conversation on the local government elections, but, of course, the issue of race coming up, and you had um, the moderator there, of course, arguing that, while uh, issues of race, issues of gender, are really not about the local government elections. Local government elections, at least as he argues, are about service delivery, people getting water, having you know proper facilities, whether it's uh, sanitation, etc., and that it really has little to do with... With the race, and um, of course, his uh, guest there, Muzuli Rikavani, 
putting forward a different view, arguing that, in fact, um, race is very much a part of everyday life and that it's impossible to separate the true because when you look at which areas have services, which ones don't, it very much is a part of the structural nature of racism and very much a part of our past. Well, Nando's finding itself in hot water and they've now uh, terminated a relationship with that uh, particular platform. It's after they had sponsored that conversation. Tepo Madzeba is MD at Reputation First. It's a boutique strategic communication and reputation management consultancy. Tepo, that particular clip has caused massive outrage. At the same time, you also have uh, some people that are also defending uh, the opinions that are being expressed there, whether by John Steenhazen or Gareth Cliff. Let's talk about why it has been so problematic from a reputational point of view. And to the listeners, and thank you really so much for the opportunity. Um, the, firstly, uh, the remarks and the conduct of the anchor, uh, Gareth Cliff, uh, came across um, as um, very... Uh, bullying, very male, very much in the past, very much in the good old days of apartheid for speaking to Mozuli in that manner. Um, it has become problematic for, for firstly for Nandos because Nandos um, have, have sponsored a show. Of course, Nandos did not conduct themselves in the manner that the anchor conducted himself, but where they failed is to call out a clear, point-blank racist attitude, not to call it racism, but instead, firstly, to dingle around for a couple of days before they respond. Um, but when they did respond, their statement was tone deaf to the realities of South Africa. And that's why it is reputationally damaging for Nandos as a business, both locally and internationally, especially given the racial difficulties that we have around the world, particularly with the passing of George Floyd. You would expect an organization of that caliber to have a sense of diversity and inclusion. And so from that perspective, they have failed. They've disappointed their customers and they've disappointed country from a DA perspective. Uh, sure, sure. Tepo, I'm going to just pause you there. I need to take the 930 news headlines and we'll continue with you after this. And Musa is standing by and good morning. Here, there and everywhere. SAFM 106.6 FM in Bloemfontein. We continue the conversation on the talking point this morning for our thinking point. Uh, we're reflecting with Tsepo Matzeba, and it's over this issue uh, that the scandal effectively that Nando's found itself in the middle of and how it responded to views that said that it was sponsoring a platform on which uh, racism was basically um where one of the guests had to face racist attitudes and even racist comments uh, from the moderator of a conversation and whether or not um, Nando's re- responded in the appropriate in the appropriate manner. Tsepo Matzeba is MD at Reputation First. It's a, a boutique strategic communication and reputation management consultancy. 
Tepo, much of the of the conversation that has been had over this weekend is the extent to which we see matters of race as being linked to election issues or even local government election issues. You have the leader of the Democratic Alliance, John Steenhuisen, taking quite a lot of heat again from the South African public on social media for basically sitting by and not even being able to acknowledge that these things are not unrelated. I must say, um, when you look at the conduct of uh, the leader of the Democratic Alliance uh, during his season, um, season, season, really what he said during that conversation was that he does not understand the politics of South Africa. And secondly, he does not understand the pains that racism and, uh, more importantly, patriarchy in the context where women are abused and attacked in this country every day. For you now to say those issues around gender-based violence, issues around racism, don't affect a municipal manager or they're not relevant at the municipal level. Here's the problem. When you look at the situation that happened in Phoenix, those, those people were killed in the context of a municipality, in the context of their local homes. And so for a leader of the main opposition in a country of South Africa's caliber uh, to say nothing during that type of conversation just demonstrates poor, very poor leadership. I was personally very disappointed. But reputationally, I think the DA should be sleeping on the matter and reflecting on how they are going to deal with the question of their own leader. Secondly, he says in that interview, he extends, he adds fire uh, to the to the whole situation. He says he defends the the posters that were withdrawn by his own party uh, in Phoenix. Uh, the posters that his own party claimed that they had actually not uh, endorsed or approved. But he stands there, he, he sits there, says nothing. And for me, even if you are part of an opposition, you can be part of an opposition, but as a leader, you understand the realities of the country and the pains that people go through every day at the municipal level. Climate change is pretty much a, a, a global matter in as much as it is a local matter. Uh, racism in particular in South Africa is pretty much a local issue. For, for me, uh, as a leader, to turn around and say um, racism is uh, part of a national agenda or international agenda, and it's completely relevant, and agree with a very explicitly racist remarks by Gareth Cliff. Uh, if I was in that position, in a different country, they should be fired, firing John Stenhazen mm. today. He shouldn't be in that job. He does not deserve that job. That role, even if you oppose the ANC, or you oppose any other party, the EFF, Action SA, or good party, you still have the responsibility to lead. And John Hazen, unfortunately, did not provide leadership during that interview. But his stance on race is very concerning, uh, reputationally speaking. Um, if I, were, I was a member of the DA, um, reputationally speaking, um, we sh- they should be concerned about 
their leader, the person at the forefront. Tsepo, there was something else that came out of this interview, out of that interview, and it reminded me of a conversation that took place on this platform. It must have been about three weeks ago, where we were talking about what Pumzile Van Dam had tweeted in a thread about her experience as a black woman, particularly within the Democratic Alliance. And one of our callers basically said, well, you know, what she's saying is not true. And I'd asked him, you know, what weight does, does he give to what she has to say about her own experience? And, you know, he basically dismissed that as being something that is very subjective. And when watching that interview, I felt very much the same kind of tone that says, well, the experience that um, the experience that Rakivani was trying to put through that as a black woman, I experience racism in a particular way in this country. And she was dismissed. It was that said that, well, what you're saying is anecdotal and we don't actually care about what your experience is. And I think that in itself is actually a lot more dangerous than any of the reputational damage that may have been incurred because it says that by and large, there's still some South Africans who don't take seriously the experience of what black South Africans have to say about racism and how they feel it impacts their lives and the extent to which they believe it exists and still very much affects their daily lives. It was Lyndon B. Johnson in the U.S. who said, you don't take a person who for years has been hobbled by chains and chain them put them at a starting line of the race and say, now you are free to compete with all the others. The fact that I say a leader and a person of Gareth's caliber that could say, well, I actually don't care about how you feel. You can go fly a kite and South Africans don't care about how you feel or your experiences based on some research by the Institute of Race Relations. Um, uh, you are completely irrelevant and attack uh, um, uh, you know, the lady in that manner without even giving her fair airtime. It doesn't matter that the interview was a, an, an hour uh, long because the damage of that two, three, four, five minutes is far more significant, far more damaging to the image of black people in South Africa the image and the pain of women in South Africa, and for leaders, and I, I keep emphasizing this word, leaders, because John Steenhazen is a leader in this country, and we expect him to live up to certain uh, values. And I doubt that uh, all people in the Democratic Alliance uh, conduct themselves in that manner. Mm. Each time... Um, Somebody voices a different view. Um, uh, he, he goes on an offensive. I have a colleague in the industry who, who engaged in a different conversation and said to us, well, um, I know uh, Stian Hazen is not a racist. And perhaps that may be true. But the reality is that the conduct uh, during that interview seemed to endorse uh, racism, seemed to endorse uh, patriarchy. By the way, yeah. when you look at uh, Nando's and in their response, they could not even mention the person's name. Uh, they just referred to an incident, freedom of exchange, 
freedom of this, or now we are pulling off the sponsorship. And that simply perpetuates this high degree of disrespect of Africans in their own country. And generally speaking, really, if we go back to the discussion about brand and and reputation, you can't say you stand for all South Africans. That's your brand promise. But in your communication, on a consistent basis, you say, oh, well, as a party, we think that colonialism was good for Africa. Nothing was bad about it. Oh, well, uh, blacks, uh, racism is the last thing on the agenda and it's completely irrelevant. Uh, to to any discussion. And so you stop dialogue, you stifle debate, but you insult an entire nation. The majority of people in the country are African and black. And uh, I must say, um, it was that interview was extremely offensive, extremely disappointing, and it demonstrated poor, disastrous, and embarrassing leadership qualities. All right, Tsepo, we're going to have to leave it there. Tsepo Madzeba, uh, MD at Reputation First. I'll also be taking your calls on this issue and, of course, lots of other issues on the agenda. Happy to take some calls 